0: Friends, a podcast about cool work by interesting people. I am Carta and I am joined tonight by Alice Stower. Hey. Casey Nowak. Hi. Hey. And Ash Bard. Hey. This is the 50th and final episode of We Should Be Friends, or Are We Still Friends? We could also tell <laughs> the episode. Um, <laughs> Um, and I think we're here to answer that question tonight. Probably, probably we Yay. are. Um, we're doing an episode for Emma. Yay. Emma's birthday. Happy birthday, Emma. Emma. Happy birthday, Emma. Happy birthday,
1: Emma. You're the best. I'm, But I'm, like, already sad about this premise. Oh, <laughs> the clicks of that toy oh, would so <laughs> insane. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Casey was away. going with a fidget toy. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to solve the puzzle.
0: Um, well, I'm glad that we are recording a final episode just to like complete the arc of every host. <laughs> Like changing the pronouns. That they oh. have. I guess you didn't. Yeah, I, yeah you did. I, I did
2: start using a different name. You yeah, did start using true. a different name. You know, gender is fake. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Gender is a fuck. I, yeah.
2: I figured it out.
1: I don't think anybody knows, but gender's not real. Oh wow. Yeah. Congratulations. I discovered this in 2015. I was gonna say
0: after you invented the concept of gender fluidity in 2015. <laughs> I appreciate the, the work you've done for the LGBT community. Thank you. I accept your thanks. I right, wonderful. Um, so since this is um, probably the last episode in, in this format for a while, um, I'm not even like checking microphone levels very carefully. So like if it's all blown out or whatever, fuck you, what are you gonna do unsubscribe?
2: It's <laughs> not like we ever had to subscribe sound quality, so fuck off. It's not.
0: This is like a really great retrospective episode where we're like, we kind of sucked. Let's burn <laughs> it down behind Turns us. out
2: it's really hard to run a podcast if you're all really fucking mentally ill. It's hard Should to we run a... be friends? No. No.
0: No. 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 Should we be friends? Well, also, no, but like, are we friends uh, somehow? Yeah, somehow.
2: <laughs> we also are friends with all the people now. That's
0: true. Well, you are. The, I think I think it goes like pretty much... Across the board, I like did multiple interviews with Kate Chap this weekend um, mm-hmm. at Cartoon Crossroads Columbus, and like they mentioned you and Alice by name, yeah, um, talking Everybody, about the podcast. Aww. Everybody
1: knows who you are, yeah. Obviously, you, I mean, you guys are in Bug Boys. That's true. We are in Bug oh, Boys. Shit. Yeah, you
0: made it. But honestly, I know
1: going
3: back I'm from too. that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, this. I mean, it's a good podcast, and it and it worked out. Um. So. It's good. Got um, me,
1: got me away from my husband, which I know was the point this whole time. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that yeah. was the, the mission—the
0: sleeper cell podcast mission.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when this started. There was a lot of differences. That's true. I mean, (laughs) honestly,
0: like a lot of the role of this podcast feels like it's been sort of filled by Discat now because like we've moved from like promoting the work we like to like actively publishing it in a lot of ways, including including
2: Emma Jane, the work of
0: Emma Jane. Emma Jane. Happy birthday, Emma! Happy birthday, Emma! I don't know if it's gonna be a happy birthday Wait until we finish the episode. Oh, (laughs) oh.
2: I hope your birthday doesn't suck. Okay, okay, birthday
1: Emma. didn't you ruin your
3: birthday. I wish you
2: birthday. I wish, birthday, a birthday,
1: <laughs>
3: I wish you birthday, Emma. Um, I
2: wish
1: you
3: So we're going to talk about...
2: Woo! What?
3: There goes the train. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: One, one last... Up. One last time. Chug chug. Yeah, chug chug.
3: Uh, we're going to talk about the work of our friend Emma Jane. Um, and this is, like, I feel like a very emotional final episode. I mean, it's a series finale, which is always emotional. Get some closure in here. Uh, but also because, like... Uh, We've all known Emma for years and years, years. and she's just wonderful—a wonderful friend, really hardworking. Um, I'm just gonna like try like hell to make her weep while listening to this, yeah, I- which it's- is oh, not difficult. Oh.
2: Like it's <laughs> hard. It's not yeah, hard, right? Right. It's hard. We were probably at that point like five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I-, I recounted the story recently while we were at dinner with Emma, but the very first time I ever met Emma, years and years and years oh, that's ago. Right. I yelled at her about comics that she was making. Yeah, I was you, like fuck you! Your comics are so fucking.
0: You good. were like, "You're Emma." Fuck you. Yeah, I the very that. first thing I said to Emma
2: was fuck
0: you. Distinctly I remember it. Yeah. What a yeah.
2: After crying on your shoulder shoulder. We've been friends for a long
0: with
1: time. I really don't time. understand why that's your friendship style and like why it is so <laughs> effective like to me it's because I
2: was raised with no boundaries. <gasps> anyway. Oh. I'll for me neither. Is this the
0: <laughs> Is this the episode where we finally talk about our childhoods in detail? <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've been Ah. been hinting right along.
0: Happy birthday, Emma! (laughs) Happy (laughs) birthday, Emma! So it all all began.
1: (laughs) Started talking about like another pet that she got that was like dead already or
0: something (laughs) like that. Dead on arrival. (laughs) Dead on arrival. (laughs) Those are the easiest pets to take care of. Really, you just have to dig a hole.
3: (laughs) Yeah, just throw it (laughs) away. So we've known Emma for a while, quite a while, and uh, we've also like you know been. I mean, like we were fucking like editing and publishing Emma's work a long,
0: long time ago. In the year 20... 10, maybe even 2009 a
2: different format where everyone who touched it was trans That's yes true. <laughs> it was
0: like we all went to school together you probably noticed if you listen to the podcast but if this is your first episode hi bye and, um, yeah we all we all went to undergrad together i mean alice and emma and, and ash like was there, I was there like
2: quite often quite
0: often um, and we published like a student comics magazine that Emma's work appeared in, um, starting in, I want to say probably like late 2009, but certainly in 2010.
3: So, like, a decade. So, we've been like
0: a decade. A Jesus. Decade.
3: Following, <laughs> <Emma>. <laughs> <laughs> reading, and enjoying Emma's work since <laughs> then.
2: Has, has her head in her hands,
3: just so <laughs> all the listeners know. Oh, no, I'm so old. <laughs> My youth, like Emma, like hit the ground running, yeah. and like has just really been like doing incredible work ever since. And so we're gonna talk about um, a few things that we have sitting around here that she's done. I think all within the past like year or two.
0: Yeah. Um. So the first book that came out, um, which is actually not published by DisCat but is distributed through DisCat, is Dream Eater. Um. Emma's sort of big graphic novel that she worked on forever. Mm-hmm. Um. She did the thing that you always warn a beginning cartoonist not to do, which is, like, to do a big, ambitious graphic novel. (laughs) Um, she
1: did the whole thing. She she pulled it off. And it's really consistent. And it's it's really good. Super
0: good. So there's that. Um, What the hell? She did um, In an Empty City, which is, like, a short follow-up to that same graphic novel. Then she did Trans Girls Hit the Town, which won an Ignatz this year. Woo! Um, And then uh, we have Pseudo Slut Transmission, which just came out and is... A little different from Emma's other comics because instead of being like um, a narrative featuring characters, it's more of like a personal reflection. Yeah. Um, there
3: is a, it is a fictional character in this. It, yeah. it is, but it's, it's not. But it's but it feels a little more It's very internal, than other, yeah. Yeah. Relative to, yeah,
0: it's much more of like an internal monologue, I yeah. should say, Ooh. than the other ones are. Um, so, yeah, uh, jumping into these, I guess. Uh, Did you like that sound effect, listener? That was was the sound of a hundred (laughs) ants marching over to Dream Eater, the first book we're going to discuss. Um, Just a hundred. Just (laughs) one hundred. Dream Eater is uh, like a... Several hundred-page graphic novel. I, I want to say like two hundred something. <laughs> oh,
1: she didn't number the pages. Coward. Jesus. Never oh, mind. It's not a good book. Demerit.
3: Um, it's long and it's it is really like full. It's super yeah, it's full.
1: A, it's a story. Yeah, like, um, I mean, just to like start talking about it, it's like paced amazingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's really satisfying. It's super satisfying. Like there, there are not a lot of, like I'm. I'm gonna be honest. There's not a lot of graphic novels that I read and then go, "That was good," um, but this is very good.
0: It's this and um, Garfield Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield gets gets it on. Oh
1: wow, a Garfield joke!
0: I figured <laughs> I w- I've been saving it for our last episode, and now here it is. <laughs> Here it is.
2: Oh, okay. um, Same to
3: graphic let's talk about Emma's books. Wait, yes. What
0: hold on. Do that? Uh, I bought a, an enamel pin recently that I'd love to talk about. Is this the time to do that? I don't remember how these <laughs> works.
2: Stop. Stop
1: it right You're now. You're throwing format Friday out the window. I am. Carta, tell me what this book is about.
0: This book? Um, so I often have to pitch this book, actually, because like we end up at Emma yeah, Tables with me at a lot of cons, and... Um, Which is super fucking fun. She wanders away a lot. I wander away a lot, too. Mm. Um,
2: Flaky bitches.
0: I'm Flaky bitches. Trans women be flaking. Mm. (laughs) Um,
3: We'll get to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dream Eater is about uh, a group of friends who Mm. had a band together in high school. This is going to hit really close to home. They had this thing that they did together really consistently... And then they all went and did their own thing for a while <laughs> and drifted apart. And then they're trying to bring the band back together and it just doesn't feel There's like conflict. There's some conflict and then they summon a demon hey. by mistake. That that part that is like less really... true to life. That part's more relatable. Yeah. How
1: did Renee get here? So, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Where did Renee come from? I never found out.
0: And Renee would be like, "Darling, I'm an incubus."
1: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> okay. Um, this, I mean, um, yeah, so the, it's about
0: magic and, and yeah, friendship, and yeah.
1: And it turns and out, roll. do we spoil stuff? Is that true? Yes, yes we spoil, we stuff. spoil oh, stuff. We always spoil stuff. Do
2: we do whatever the fuck
0: with? In the end, they Fred all die. First,
2: talked about starting. We should be friends. It's like radio, but we can say fuck words. We can okay, say fuck words. okay, so, <clears throat> yes, then, is what you could have said. Yes. Yeah. Um, I,
1: like, it turns out that, like, one of her bandmates was only in it because he had, like, the main character one of her bandmates was only involved in the band because he had a crush on her, which she never reciprocated or even knew about and, relatable. Like, and that like, is why, even though, so like, even though he probably knew that he was like not interested in continuing the band, he told her that he was mm-hmm. and she got very invested. And then he pulled out, which of course he was allowed to do. but right. Still. Yeah. He sucks.
2: Yeah. He's a shitty white little bitch. Yeah. And-
1: it's great. I mean like, and it's, I don't know. It's depicted like amazingly. Uh-huh. Like it's just like this is one of those books that you just you're just like you don't have to like stop and figure things out. Uh-huh. You know, you're just like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, it's That's very happening. propulsive. That's That's ha- yeah,
3: it's just kind of like a, a supernatural, but also like very funny. Um, it's super funny. Sort of adventure story, um, but the stakes are like never I'm super super high, really, which I really, really appreciate. Good
2: at the like perfect level of stakes that you need yeah. to enjoy a story. Yes. It's, like, not too high, not too low. No one's, like, probably gonna die. The stakes are, like, hurt some- feelings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very, like, short fiction-y. Mm-hmm. Like, which is great. That's my favorite thing. There's a lot
2: of symbolism, which is my jam.
1: Oh. Oh, yes. I love the part when um, the shitty boy, they're, like, driving to his father's... Sebastian. Sebastian. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Um, They're driving to his father's workplace, and he's talking to the trans woman character about... he's. Like about how she makes it his father uncomfortable and she just like takes out her purse and like starts putting eyeliner on. Oh, it. That would make fucker
2: so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very like good.
1: I don't know, in a in another person's hands, that could have been really cheesy, but Emma Emma's a master of verisimilitude.
0: A mistress of verisimilitude. A mistress. <laughs> Um, so after, <laughs> after Dream Eater, um, there was In an Empty City, um, which this guy should really print more copies of. I'm sorry, it's Emma. It's
2: such a good little It's book. really it's a good. really good follow-up. It's so funny. I think my favorite thing about it is that there's, like, no supernatural shit in it really at all. You can play for old Snake Eyes if you want yeah. it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and especially, like, reading it, I feel like you kind of get a... A taste like a wider taste of like what Emma's all about.
2: Emma has a really good grasp on just like social interactions, how friends hurt each other unintentionally and like those types of dynamics and and just like how they feel. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Emma
0: is like super on the record as being like very influenced by Jaime Hernandez and um like the Locas characters specifically and like it is evident in her work but also she completely makes it her own you know like there's never a feeling that's like oh you're trying at this but like sort of overreaching it yeah. feels like very good and comfortable and like the characters have like a very naturalistic sort of feeling it's and, like incredibly yeah,
1: sincere
3: storytelling mm-hmm. style is so organic like the way that she tells a story mm-hmm. and it's like funny and endearing and there's a little bit of sadness um, because the characters in it are always a little bit stressed out
2: Yeah, I feel like it might be, like, tempting to to describe the work as, like, wholesome or something like that, but really, I think there's just, like, a gentleness to it that is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, trying to shy away from anything. It's just, like, presenting it in uh, a way that feels really, like, accessible and, you know, you're not necessarily going to see something that's going to upset you, but you're going to feel a lot of stuff.
0: yeah. Um, so in in Trans Girls Hit the Town um, which is Emma's certainly most widely read and and celebrated book um, those themes yeah, Ignatz Award got a (coughs) brick those themes definitely continue where the book is about like these two characters who go out uh, sort of on a friend date together um, but like it's just about them hanging out like the central conflict of the story is sort of like a low-stakes friend conflict mm-hmm. like
3: transphobia exists yeah hmm
0: right transphobia exists and like one of the friends kind of fucks up um and like the other friend gets angry and also fucks up you know yeah. like they both fuck up like it's a friend thing
2: yeah I think one of the the writing in trans girls of the town is so subtle because like transphobia exists is like the the main kind of external conflict and also these two women are Slightly different levels of confidence in terms Mm -hmm. of how they feel. Like, I don't remember their names, but. Cleo and Winnie. Cleo and Winnie. Cleo, like, you know, this isn't, like, made super, super explicit, but, like, she hasn't been out as long. She doesn't go out as often. She hasn't been on hormones for as long. And Winnie is, like, thin and a little taller and passes more easily. And it's really uh, an interesting story about, like, what it's like to be out with a friend who navigates things. A little easier right and that resentment and how it feels bad because you know that your friend isn't doing anything on purpose
1: right absolutely and like you might feel self-conscious about like holding like holding them back or whatever like oh, oh I can't believe they have to hang out with sad old me mm-hmm.
4: um,
1: it's really great it's very kind like yeah I don't know but yeah, it doesn't feel the- like phony and, um, like, sweet I don't
3: know, it's like showing you kindness rather it's than sweet inventing
0: but not, like, saccharine Right, right. exactly Yeah, yeah. It's not
2: saccharine,
3: which <clears throat> is really nice and so, sort of this, like, whole undercurrent of, like Anxiety going through Both characters' behavior throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. And so, like, they're kind of They're nice to each other But they also, like, they make jokes And, like, uh Emma has a very, like Corny and dirty sense of humor that mm-hmm. comes through really in oh yeah all of these yeah so weird,
2: like just casual little bits of dialogue. What was the thing in this that you were really laughing at? Um, Personally, if I was a top. Oh
1: oh yeah, like it's it's just like the introduction to a scene. It's like cut two. They're on a train and someone is in the middle of saying, "Personally, even if I was a top, I wouldn't tell anyone. I don't think I could handle the attention." And and then they get distracted by <laughs> something, which is just like so small and brilliant. And it's like. Um, it reminds me of her uh, Ignat's acceptance speech where she's like, "I was at a rest stop and I thought of the phrase Mark Muffalo and I had to build an entire comic around this unfortunate portmanteau." <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my God. it
0: was
1: just like the most Emma. That is so typical
2: acceptance speech. Um, um, I love that. <laughs> just say portmanteau
1: very quietly and slowly.
2: Well, uh Trans Girls the Town reminds me of uh, a lot of the some of the parts from when we talked about the pervert mm-hmm. there's so many good scenes in the pervert of just like trans women hanging out in restaurants yeah. and, and just like doing their thing and uh, I feel like this is in a very similar vein where yeah. it's like you know in Pseudo Slut you know the character talks about like wanting to make comics and, and, and art that is about trans women and like that's what we get and it's right. It's well
3: written and yeah, it's convi- really
2: subtle and sweet stories about trans women.
3: Conveniently, there's actually a line of dialogue um, message through a faux Tinder app called Smucher. sell Smoocher for
2: us.
3: Oh, S M U with an umlaut, C H R. Yes. Instead, sled transmission, um, which is um, Emma's most recent published work. Um, where a character says, I'm working on a slice-of-life short story about trans men right now. I feel like there isn't enough work about trans people actually made by trans people, so I want to help fix that. Which is, like, good dialogue and also more or less a mission statement. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, something I like a lot about Trans Girls Hit the Town is that even though there's this conflict between the characters, like, with this sort of blow-up that happens, like, by the end of the book, you're not worried that the characters are friends, you know? Like, it's not like...
2: it's not like... Again, the stakes are... Are perfect, right? Like they're having this conflict, and maybe it's built up over time. You can certainly feel that, but also you understand that a lot of it is external, yeah. And the characters also have kind of an understanding of that too. It's just like the writing trusts the readers, yeah. Really, it trusts the readers to understand how friendship dynamics work, yeah.
0: And I've I've gotten a lot of people buying this book and saying like. <laughs> you know, as a trans woman who doesn't have a lot of trans friends, you know, like, it's given me, like, a picture of community that's been really valuable, which is so sweet. And also, like, I think very true. Like, this this story reads very realistically. And obviously, like, depends on the community, depends on the race of the people involved, etc., etc. But, like, it's, it's a genuine story. And, like, Emma has always had such an interest in writing fiction that sort of, like, explores... Aspects of her life without becoming autobiographical, and like I think that all of these books do a really amazing job mm-hmm. of that. Um, Pseudo slut Transmission. I called it earlier. I called it autobiography because like to me it just read very straightforwardly. Like and
3: it's told in the first person, right? And it's
2: a, the style of it is definitely like a little more sparse. It, it it sort of almost does feel like a dire entry in some ways, but there is like the layer of kind of fictionalized. Yeah, there's this there.
3: character, Abby.
2: Uh, Alice, at air quotes, listeners.
3: Uh, and so she's, like, interacting with people on Smoocher, um, talking to a friend, having sex, uh, and Interesting. Kind of...
0: Vowel, consonant, consonant, vowel name.
3: What? what?
0: Why? Abby, Emma. Was oh, it
1: an I? Oh. oh are, you, not... are you-, are you okay. trying to piece
3: together the resemblances?
1: <laughs> wow. Carta. You cracked the code. Wow. I'm really glad you interrupted Alice. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, you're right, I'm the Da Vinci Chode here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lucky everyone who will never have to hear you something like you. that again.
1: Fuck you, that's so stupid. Uh, I'm mad about being your friend.
3: <laughs> so this character Abby, like, feels bad the whole time uh, that she is horny. Um, which is <laughs> a <of> <laughs> novel. Very novel experience. Um, but it, it's really wonderful, like, I don't know. I'm used to like a lot of comics where, um, you know, we've all seen a zillion things uh, where a character is going to talk at the reader and say like, "Well, I'm feeling bad because," um, and then like unload a lot of stuff while continuing to talk at the reader. And like, there's narration in pseudo Transmission, but it's like integrated into the imagery. Um, there's this cool like dating app um, interface imagery. And uh, there's also some incredible, like uh, typography in there, mm. um, where uh, the main character's nipples stand in for the letter O.
0: <laughs> I was going to talk about that as my favorite panel, actually. Like, I really like it. Emma has always like liked lettering, mm-hmm. like more than most people I know. Like, Emma, Emma's handwriting is like a serif font. Like, it's fucked yeah. up. Honestly, Emma
2: is more. Into and in love with the process of making comics than any person I have ever met, and yes. that includes the people sitting at this table. Yeah,
1: no shit. I hate it.
0: Yeah. I actually don't enjoy it.
2: Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> Emma, we're, compelled it, to, we're compelled to do the, this because there are like threats against our one lives.
2: One time on the podcast, yeah, because he, we insulted the Greek gods. Yes. Many exactly. <laughs> moons ago, Casey, I remember you saying on the podcast while talking about I don't remember what artist that like it felt like they. We're uh, doing it because they loved it, and that you feel like you do it because you're very reverent to comics. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good thing to say, right? Wow. I've I, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was having um, dinner with Emma recently, and um, oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it.
3: Like, uh, well, there's actually a phrase in Emma's author bio, um, which is um, the phrase "drawing until her hands fall out of her." Their wrist holes. Oh, I, I remember wrist what
2: holes. We were talking, and I was wrist talking. Holes. I mentioned at dinner that like I realized recently that I just like hate the process of making comics so much, and Emma was like, "I don't really love it." And I'm oh. like, "I know you do."
1: <laughs> I mean, you can totally tell because you tell. like there's, it's there's like this, uh, there's something really, really particular about Emma's comics in the fact that they're like. Labored but not overthought somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she's a perfectionist, but at the same time, there's not a bunch of bullshit happening where it's like, must render every strand of hair. <laughs> yeah. And like the cover has to be some kind of really, really <laughs> clever thing. She kind of like, she goes with her instincts. Yeah. She really, she really goes with her instincts, and I think it serves her quite well.
2: Emma has always had like a Simplicity to her style, and like even in these what five books, we can see like such an intense growth as an artist, but like there's still that cleanness and that simplicity. Um, mm. Trans Girls in like, the Town is like
0: it's beautiful, fucking beautiful. there's yeah, been a lot of growth. It. Like,
2: this ugh, <clears throat> is such a pretty book, it's I, such a pretty,
1: I mean, like, I've been
0: following book. Emma's work for as we established, like close to 10 years, probably. I've been
1: following it. No. I was going to try and, <laughs> and compete with you, but it wasn't funny or anything. I was just going to say I've been following it for longer, but that's not like, it's not a joke. It's just a, wow, okay, it's just a lie. Wow, can you say It's just a lie. It's just a
3: lie. It's just a lie. Okay, go on. If less time is longer, then you win. <laughs>
0: I love it when Alice gets philosophical. <laughs> it's the best. It's um, really the best. Yeah, I've been been following (laughs) Emma's work for, I mean, for, let's just say, a long time. And, like, she's always had, like, very competent art and, like, very clear storytelling. Like, early on, all of her work was just, like, straightforwardly sort of, like, I would call it, like, comedy with light action. Mm -hmm. And, like, her confidence as an artist has increased and increased to the point where she's now making work that is, like, entirely character-driven without, like, like nobody needs to like crash through a wall you right, know yeah. like
2: he, even you know in dream eater like there's way more like outside comp there's like the magic stuff and all that stuff is so dope and kind of seamlessly integrated into the story but like Emma Emma's writing in terms of character and dialogue has just gotten so strong and like her letting that lead Yes. Her art is just, like, such a smart choice. Yes. Yeah. Also, her comic timing is really, really, yes. really oh, she's incredible. So fucking funny. In an Empty
1: City has this part where, like, this younger character is trying to be served beers, and the older character is asked whether or not the younger character is old enough, and she does not manage any... Read it. I don't
2: know... It's dude, why am I trying to describe <laughs> the scene? It's, it's really funny, you're just gonna have to trust me. Sometimes when I read some of the dialogue with these characters, I, I find myself like laughing and being frustrated with them because it feels like hanging out with my friends.
0: Yeah, yeah it's it's like the grease bats problem. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my yeah.
4: god, like,
3: yeah. That I know what the joke you are referring to in that book about like whether or not the character's underage. Um mm-hmm. and like that joke in particular, like the delivery of it, feels like something that Emma would say. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I do mean, there are so many things I like hear in her authorial voice. voice. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. She's so freaking funny. She's, like, um, very quietly funny. Yeah.
0: Do we want to talk about panels that have stuck with us? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm just, should I just go first? Sure. I, I can shout one out since I mentioned it already. Yeah, I don't even
1: have an idea yet. So. There's um,
0: <laughs> a panel in Pseudo Transmission that says Don't Think a More Specific Thought Than That, where the Owen Don't and the Owen More are like the character's nipples. Um, sort of separated over two lines. And it's... I don't know. It's just really smart. You know, it's it's really smart and really cute and, like, works well.
1: I, well, I also... It reminds me of, like, being in that kind of sexual situation right. where you just, like, be in the moment, be in the moment. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> the time, make
2: yourself be in your body. Yeah,
1: and you're like, don't think about all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like the fact that these words are like put across her body makes it feel like like makes her feel that much more naked and that much mm-hmm. more like susceptible to like this this like terrifying thing which is intimacy. Yeah. Well it's intimacy. That's guys. It's intimacy.
0: <laughs> it's intimacy. Hey I'm intimate here. Nice. <laughs>
3: Jesus. Fuck you. There's kind of like there's the service level you like you read it, and you're like, that's funny, nipples as the letter O. Uh, but then there are, like, sort of, it's a deeper layer going on there. Right, I mean, like,
2: you it, know, it, does, it does, it's like.
3: Integrating uh, her body and uh, what she's thinking. It,
2: it's like, kind of like, ha uh, ha uh, yeah,
1: me too. Yeah, like, oh.
2: It uh-huh. makes me think of, I'm about to talk about a tweet that is very, very funny. That, that warning <laughs> Okay. Listen, this is gonna <laughs> make sense in like ten seconds. That one tweet that you showed me that's like, my, my tits are my clit. <laughs> It's like trying to keep sexual focus on parts of your body that don't make you feel awful. But that is so fucking hard to do in the moment when you're trying to be with a partner. And this panel just really fucking
3: gets that. There's, there's no fucking face. In this comic.
2: There's no fucking face. Yeah.
1: There's no jawline. It's extremely and like her arms are kind of like split like it's just
2: very like vulnerable and scary. This just me. like this page looks like dissociation <laughs> during sex. <laughs> Yep, it's a really good fucking page. That's what it is. It's
0: good. Never having experienced that, I have to only. Like, <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. We all no like... No one to, has ever gone through that. When are you gonna have sex,
1: Carter?
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I, th- that's the subject of Emma and my upcoming podcast. Get Carter laid. <laughs> <laughs> it's our goal. Finally. Yeah,
3: in parentheses. Finally. Finally. We, know, <laughs> we all read pseudo transmission, and we're just like, "Wow, what an interesting and alien experience." There's yeah. nothing uh-huh. that
0: Emma likes more than me discussing my sex life.
3: So <laughs> I, also, I will say, uh, apparently it's just subtle enough that like I only realized that it's like transmission when I was telling the title. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, while recording this. I didn't even think of that.
0: You were both That's so
3: good.
1: I mean you saw how long it took me to get transparent. Like, <laughs> like like six years, probably.
0: Did you know that Ash Ketchum is called that because he, he wants to catch them all? Did you know that? I did.
3: Guess, I did. Did you know he's that, from,
0: did. He's from like he that? He's from Pallet Town because it's like all the colors. Did you know that
3: Ekans is snake backwards?
0: <laughs> did you know that Muck is come backwards?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good conversation. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Emma. Okay. Emma's definitely happy. Did We're I talking about Pokemon wordplay. Yeah. Emma's ecstatic right did now, he he I'm sure.
1: Trans-
2: Mission, fuck! <laughs> God, Emma. Does anyone else have a favorite panel? Emma, you're so smart. <laughs> Emma's very smart. Oh, someone else go. I'll go. I need that book. Though. You can't. I
1: have to look. No, okay. here you go. Maybe
2: you try. Okay. Maybe I'll um, be inspired. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get them all in.
2: They're both from Trans Girls at the Town. The first panel of this book. Is so beautiful. Um, even though, like this, the color palette is just kind of like you know purplish. Um, there's such a sense of just like light in this panel. It feels so just like soft and bright. It it makes me think of like really pretty manga. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful drawing, um, and I just really love it. Is it which a panel was it? The very first panel of the oh,
0: book. I think something that like is worth mentioning with Emma's art is that in between Dream Eater and these newer books, Emma switched to drawing pretty much completely digitally Mm -hmm. um, where she's able to do like the final page like sort of see it in progress like she's using an iPad Pro and like you can see, like, the comfort level of her art, like, going up. Yeah. yeah. Like, very it's noticeably. Just,
2: even from Dream Eater to Transprone to at the Town, like, you just see the confidence growing. Yeah. It's so good.
0: And she's, like, able to design with tones in mind for, like, Risa printing, and, like, it, she does a really good job of
2: yeah. that. Yeah. Um, they're just beautifully laid out books. Uh, near the climax of the story, after, kind of, they have their conflict and they both have been crying... Um, Winnie is talking to... uh, Cleo. Cleo. And saying, like, remember a year ago when you told me that you couldn't cry at all? Look at the progress that you've made. And there's this close-up on Cleo's um, left eye uh, where you can kind of see just, like, the way her bangs frame her face and her eyebrow and her eyes really wide, and there's this pretty little tear going down. And it's just, like, such a beautiful and emotional little moment to, like, close in on this... This woman's sadness, and for her to kind of realize, like, there are other forms of progress than like whether or not the world perceives you the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's so
2: good. Isn't the podcast nice? Oh, I mean, like, I got that from the book. I mean, like, I came to the conclusion
1: on my own. But what's like, your favorite well, then panel? You should have picked this panel. <clears throat> I don't have a single panel. I have a series of panels. Ooh. Um, it's the part... In- I have
0: more of a comment, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the part in Dream Eater when they're in the car. The part that I mentioned earlier, I just, it I connected with it, where the friend, um, what's her name? Charlotte. Char- yeah, Charlotte. Uh, and the shitty, the shitty, like, cowardly boy who's, like, perfectly drawn to look like Shaggy from... Yes. <laughs> from Scooby-Doo. He, he looks like... He looks like boys like this yes mm-hmm. he looks like boys like
0: this you're an a- an expert on <laughs> boys like that having married one
1: <laughs> okay and he's like he was actually fond of you charlotte thought you were thought you were a bright kid before you know and then there's a the silence and charlotte's like before what exactly and he's like come on you know as if to say, you know how weird it is for people to tolerate you, yeah, and, yeah. you know? And like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, come on, he's just old. He doesn't like, he doesn't know. And I don't know. Um, Charlotte starts doing her makeup to to freak him out, quote unquote. And um, it's a great scene for all those reasons. And also because these people are like in a speeding car. And I'm always aware of that. And, like, the, the dialogue is going really fast. It just feels exactly like a really good, snappy car argument from, like, a very good movie. It's good. And you know, it's, it's, like, like, yeah. like it, it's so... It's just... It snaps. And it's just a joy to read, like...
0: This s- section makes me think a lot about, like, um, some of my favorite sequences from um, Jaime Hernandez's work also, um, where, like... Everyone is in a car, everyone is talking, and, like, there's just something about that experience in real life that is, like, very specific. You know, Mm -hmm. like, if you've ever been in a car with your friends, like, being sort of dumb, like...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and when they get into the (laughs) car, when they get into the car, the two girls very purposefully like, sit in the back of the car and start calling (laughs) the the shitty boy dad, which is, like...
2: (laughs) I used to say that too. That joke is so funny because, like, you immediately know, like, they have done this forever. This is, like, such an old joke, and, like, he's clearly so fucking tired of it, and they just, like, they're just doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, throughout the book, you kind of get the sense that Sebastian doesn't actually like these people. He doesn't
2: like them at all, and he he resents them them
1: hugely. He resents them hugely, but he's also, like, he resents and also, like, has a crush on on Cassie, Mm -hmm. which is just, like, classic.
3: I do love that in Emma's work too, that like not everything has to turn out well all the time. Mm -hmm. Like relationships and and it's a bummer, um, and that's just part of life as depicted. It's not um, like these inner stories. Yeah,
2: just just so it's clear, Seb Sebastian, the shitty boy, he's not in the sequel. Oh, um there's
1: this part also right before that where Seb gets in the car and he slams the door and then you see him very subtly like exhale exhale um with like a very subtly yet remarkably different expression and it reminds Mm -hmm. me actually of eleanor davis's new book there's a scene where the main character laughs at a cop's joke yeah and it's actually like the exact same like there's like a little cloud of breath in that scene, too, yeah. and like I remember like loving the subtlety of that, and I also love the subtlety of this. If
2: Emma hasn't already cried, I'm sure that she is now. Crying. <laughs> 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 ha 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 ha.
1: Emma, I think you're good at comics. Yeah, I remember like I went over to hang out with her when she was working on Trans Girls Hit the Town, and I like looked through it, um, and of course, I was like, I'm gonna say nice things about Emma's comic, and then it was just really easy. <laughs> like it was really, like it was
2: really, really easy. Good luck, anyone who sends their shit to Casey in the future. I yeah. love
1: this
0: complimentary story that like, just makes you sound like such an asshole. Yeah.
3: Why? I was, yeah. I was gonna lie, but then I, I didn't have to. No, I
1: wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't saying I was gonna lie, but I was just like, I was just like, like, I could very, very sincerely stop at every single panel and be like, oh, wow, this is so good. Yeah. Not that I was surprised. i yeah. just saying that <laughs> there was it's like, a, there refreshing. was just such an incredible wealth of things to choose from no, to yeah, compliment, you yeah. know, that's
3: what was easy about it. Like, I was just paging through Transgirls at the town. And I read this a few times and I was just like. Oh, that panel, and that panel, and that panel. Also, another pun, because Emma's excellent at them that I did not realize until just now, this video game called Z Peeps that's just X-Men. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's yeah. very good. I... Emma's really good at, like, cute little background references yeah. to all of her friends and shit like that, and it's just so, it's so nice. It's, it's us, so the so X-Men. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another really beautiful uh, sequence of panels in Trans Girls at the Town, The the page that has all of the panels of the food. The food is so oh, beautiful yeah. beautifully, beautifully drawn and delicious looking and like the nails are like perfectly manicured and it's just oh, like yeah. wonderful and beautiful. I want to um, look that hot eating fries. Yeah, I was actually just going to talk about the cover of Pseudo-Splut oh. Transmission because it's so beautiful. The whole book is just really satisfying to hold. There's something about the cover that reminds me of like a secret. And then on the back, it, there's a mouth on the front and back. And on the back, it has, like, this tongue sticking out with this drool. And the teeth are just, like, kind of far apart. And it's so horny. I love it.
3: Yeah. I feel like I remember Emma making a comic in college. Gappy teeth? Look at teeth? <laughs> sorry. Uh, where there was, like, a character who was just, like, kissing lips disembodied. Yes. Who, like, forces everyone to kiss. Uh, and that's <laughs> one thing that makes me think of. Emma is wonderful at drawing kissy lips. Pseudo
2: slit Transmission is so... It feels like a dream. Like, the blank backgrounds and how mm-hmm. sparse it is sometimes. And, I mean, it's... it To me, it's, like, a distillation of,
1: like, levels of intimacy, right? Yeah! So it's, like, uh, she matches on on smoocher, and then you see her with a friend, like, stressing out about just, like, the concept of dating someone, and then, of course, like, you see her in an intimate moment, um, and, like... I don't know, it just kind of whines and whines and whines until she's, like, alone One in my, bed
2: crying. My favorite things about pseudo-slut is that, like, they stop having sex, and her partner's like, do you want to cuddle? And she's like, no, not really. Like, she doesn't actually accept comfort or feel better. And, like, that's extremely fucking real. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Al. Yeah, so. Unlike
1: other comics about <laughs> sex and... T- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus. <laughs> Sorry,
1: Cardo. How do you know <laughs> Sorry, Cardo. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of beautiful art in Trans Girls at the Town that I really love, um, but I think for my favorite, and I remember, I think like when I read like, even before I saw the images, just like the text of this, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like she is cracking it wide open. She's uh, <laughs> cracking it wide open. Because it's the part where uh, Cleo goes to use the bathroom because uh, they, the two of them, just um, drank a bunch of hard cider. And, um, her narration says, Is there a blessing greater than a single stall bathroom? Complete privacy! No one to make you feel out of place. Even the nastiest piss shank is a sanctuary from debilitating anxiety when you're alone. Shit, Cleo, you're drunk. You just affectionately thought the words a piss shack. Uh, and, like, it's, it's a gross bathroom, and, uh, in that last panel, she's looking in the mirror, and she looks like her, her lids are a little heavy, like, she's clearly, like, kind of drunk and tired and out of it. And I love that that image. Uh, I love seeing her face. I'm like, wow, that, like, I've definitely felt that specific headspace before. Um, and also, like, this showing, like, her walking through the restroom, her point of view, um, and, like, that particular insight. I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't think I've seen in fiction before someone saying, like, here are the specific... Benefits of, uh, single occupancy restrooms over multiple occupancy. (laughs) So, like, just really a a wonderful insight straight from, like, empirical experience. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been more interesting if it was
1: just a drawing of Emma saying, I think that single occupancy bathrooms are better because as a trans woman... (laughs)
0: I <laughs> Would she like pull, pull down a little screen with some murder statistics yeah, on it? Yeah, little like, fucking pie chart. Flap 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 flap.
3: Um, At least we're giving Emma some ideas for the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So actually,
0: if we're, if, why don't why don't we just have an Emma advice moment? Because I was thinking of some <laughs> advice to Emma. Um, Emma, you need a bigger publisher. Um,
2: <laughs> and a if better you're, one. Run by this, better people.
0: If you're listening to this and you have the ability to pay Emma, like a large amount of money to make like a larger book for you, you absolutely should because like her work is amazing. And I'm so excited that I get to publish it. And also I want her to have so much in terms of options. And like, I also want like her to have work in more people's hands, you know, like D and Q get on this. Yeah, oh, I,
1: yeah. I read her, her new script. For oh the my next God. Thing. It's so fucking funny. It's
0: really good. Oh. I
1: just, again, I was like, so many nice things I could say here. Mm-hmm. Thank you,
2: Emma. This is so
0: easy. Yeah. So fucking <laughs> I don't even dumb. have to lie. I
3: don't yeah. even have to lie
2: to your Like friends. when I read my other friends' words. I don't do that. Like it's such a
3: pleasure to know that, like, you know, when that's done, I will be able to read another we comic get to by Emma. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: fucking exciting.
3: Yeah. Anyways,
0: um, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday. <gasps> happy so birthday. this is
0: this is usually the part where we would ask, um, would they be friends with us? Obviously, we know, but. Yeah. Um,
2: you can't get away from us at this point. I, yeah. I do want to take,
0: like, Emma. a moment to to reflect on what we've done with this yeah. podcast. Because it's been, like, several years now. Jesus. And this is the 50th and final, at least for now, episode. And, like, I am so grateful for this and, like, the the ways that it's, like, given us chances to talk and, like, hang out and, like, deepen our friendships and, like, the places it's taken us, like it's amazing oh my god <laughs> and like you know like not to overstate it but like when we started like neither alice or i were out Heck. emma certainly wasn't mm-hmm. and like you know like we came out on this show and like we like have grown as people and our voices have changed and like um we've grown boobs although that's not like really an auditory <laughs> um we <laughs> just have to take our word for it
2: <laughs> It's been happening.
0: We've been growing these giant honkers. I wish they you could see move. them. It's not yeah. true. It's not true. It's <laughs> <of laughs> true. true. It's true.
1: There are actually two episode. craters on Carter's It's yeah, the, that's the weirdest
0: <laughs> thing. Casey lost that eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess we can really say whatever at this point. Yeah, I yeah. no, yeah, It's, it's just, I'm so deeply, deeply grateful. And, like, um, thinking about, like, all of the conversations we've had and all of the, like, personal things we've shared, like, just makes me really... Emotional And, like, I'm very, very grateful for all of your friendship. And this goes for you, too, Emma. Obviously, you can't be on this episode because it's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise, um, bitch. But, like, it, it goes for all of you. And, like, this is just a wonderful thing that, like, I am glad that we have together and, like, have a record of.
1: I mean, yeah. thank God that something improved my media literacy. Uh, because, like, I think when we started this podcast, my favorite movie was probably, like, Beef for Vendetta or something. That's an exaggeration, but it definitely was at one
3: time. One of the
2: tropes of the entire Vendetta podcast... now Beef for Vendetta is down to,
3: like, number two or three.
2: Yeah. <laughs> one of the tropes of the entire podcast is Casey being insistent that they are dumb while always saying very smart things during
1: yeah. the podcast. Aww. Aww. Yeah, I do... I mean, I do still think I have the everyman perspective. But I also have three dance awards, so. <laughs> oh shit! I,
2: I wow, guess, it took like almost the whole episode before you mentioned that. There, what I?
1: What?
0: If you hey, put Emma and do I together, we we wouldn't even have as many as you. Have you thought about that? You know,
2: across this podcast,
0: a there lot. are five. There's yeah, a quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. like five and a whatever the fuck. We want to call the Columbus one. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, awesome we're not. Brick? That's not about. No, it's like a glass. It's. I mean, it's like a glass brick. Oh,
2: yeah. Eventually, you'll have enough to make a fucking fire pit.
0: I guess we have a window now.
2: You can burn <laughs> all the comics that you don't. <laughs> we have a huge window.
0: Our house yes, has no a window.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely.
1: And we need to. Someone
0: needs to win an award that looks like a door. Oh
2: really? It will be, be so <laughs> dark in there. <laughs>
1: Uh, the dink, is... the dinky, will be our toilet.
3: Over the years, gotten an opportunity um, to talk about art together, and that really has been like quite a privilege. And like, yeah, it's had its ups and downs, certainly. Um, but like, I feel like I've taken away um, just like a lot of um, very like hard won insights into comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also, like this. Context
1: is amazing for talking about art. Mm-hmm, because yeah. um I don't know, it's just like we are holding things in our hands and reflecting on them in a personal way. And like that's all it really is. Mm-hmm. As opposed to whatever whatever art school whatever happens in art school <laughs> right. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> but it wasn't same. like this. So I definitely didn't learn as much there.
0: Yeah, this this really worked out and like I feel like I've taken away like a much more critical way of looking at art and, like, a better way of reading and thinking. Like, I've learned from all of you a lot. Like, we read in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, the like,
1: thing the thing that it, like, really illuminates to me is just, like, the, you know, like, a comic is a thing from, like, that one person made and then now I have it. I mean, that sounds really stupid, but it's, like, like, there's a person behind it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that's all that's good and bad about that, but uh, it's just like these communiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. It, doing this has definitely made me like consider the hell out of the relationship between art and the person who makes it. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. I think that um, you know, kind of like the premise of this podcast when you first came up with it Carta, was to just like try to make connections with people. Mm-hmm. Um, because art is a connection and it's stupid to act like there aren't people behind that. Um Yeah. And like, you know, when I think about all of the people that we know now and we consider friends because of this podcast. Um, it's pretty fucking wild. Um, to like walk around a con and have people be like, You're so and so from that podcast, I recognize your voice. It's it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And like it feels really nice. Uh and it's very emotional, it makes me really sad that it's ending. But like in, like, a
0: bittersweet way. It makes me sad, but also, like, we're moving on to, like, really exciting things, too. Like, It doesn't... Um, yeah, it
2: doesn't feel like... It's not, like, an ending. Right. Story. It's an it's evolution. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: like, the behind-the-scenes talk here, like, it turns out it's really difficult to organize four to five people <laughs> who are very hard. busy and mentally ill <laughs> into a room hey! consistently.
4: Yeah.
0: Um... And so, like, moving forward, like, Emma and I are hoping to do, like, a, a more agile, like, shorter-form podcast together. Um, but, like, also, as I said at the beginning of the episode, like, I feel like a lot of the energy I had for this podcast has been transferred into Discette. Mm-hmm. Um, which, God help me, has, like, completely <laughs> taken over my life and our living room. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's really weird because, like, everyone you ask about going into publishing was like, it's really easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: And it will be like a teeny tiny... Annie
0: Koyama said, quote, water's fine, jump in. Yeah, water's <laughs> fine.
1: She was like, you know, have you ever like looked inside a matchbox? She's she... like, that's how much room it takes up in my mind. She <laughs> was like, none at all. She Not was like, you don't she need was like money. it's
0: like you're printing money. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're printing free money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and artists, they're all really... Uh, Fine. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I was going to just start talking shit, I guess.
0: No, we're, we're good. And um, Ash and Alice have some big life plans coming up, too. Yeah.
2: yeah, we are actually moving to Minneapolis next summer in July. And we'll see what happens with we that. We certainly
3: shall. I've shifted a lot of my creative focus to writing short fiction. Uh, so I'm going to be publishing some of that in 2020. I've Which shifted is a lot so of
2: my creative focus to trying to get medicated. Um, Yay.
3: So
2: that's where I'm at. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mood stabilized. Twenty twenty. Like a lot of porn in my journal. That's about. Where you draw good porn. You Thank do you. draw good. I do like porn. your porn. Thank you you. Go- yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So I guess for now, um, we'll sign off. But keep How- keep an eye on us. What
1: does What does this feel like? Like what finale does this feel like?
0: <laughs> like, are we talking TV? <laughs> yeah. Twin Peaks. The return.
1: No. (laughs) Holy shit, Cardo. Yeah. Wasn't it one of Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're going to end with just, like, Alice
1: screaming.
0: What do do you think, Edward?
3: (sighs) Uh, What Is what, is wait, what year is it? Um, year? <laughs> wasn't there a show called, was it WKRP in Cincinnati? It's, like, about a radio station? Aww. I've never seen it. I don't know anything about I'm it. I'm sure
1: but... Frazier
2: had some sort of
1: yeah, lie, right?
3: Signing off, blah, blah. I
2: mean, I'm only on season two, so I couldn't tell you. That <laughs>
0: that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the show ends eventually. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, I guess, like, if anyone is still listening at this point, if you're, like, some sort of media researcher and you want, like, our back episodes, like, you can email me, cardamoneer Otherwise. I am going to let web hosting expire on SamCloud because I'm paying like $160 a year to like keep all the episodes up. And yeah. like that feels so heat- And she asked <laughs> us to
1: contribute and we all pretend that we didn't see the email. I don't pretend. All of us pretend. I just
2: brutal. see it and then forget about it. Oh. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's okay. I'm an award winner now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can afford it. Big, mm-hmm.
2: big novelty check winner. Yeah. Ed yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Canavera from Koyama Press, uh, we were walking out of the building and he was like, well, if it isn't money, money! <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: did,
0: what did Jaime say? Oh, Jaime like crouched over the table, like sort of leaned over it and was like, Carta, do you remember when I helped you out of that tough financial
3: situation <laughs> when I you that money. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess wish Emma Jane a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Emma. birthday, we, birthday. we love happy you. the best. Emma, check Nobody out her comics.
0: nobody works harder than Emma and nobody no. deserves success more than Emma. So, yeah, Absolutely. It's true. Yeah, um, check out her her comics. Honestly, Google Emma Jane J A Y N E, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think it's Emma Jane art.
3: Uh, I think she has it in one of these books. Emma-Jane-Comics.com
0: Emma-Jane-Comics.com <laughs> um, Yeah, so I guess for the final time. No. So,
3: our, our opening music <laughs> I assume was uh, from the Sega Genesis Game Comic Zone, mm-hmm. and our Outro uh is always friends play Secret Cities. Hey, I remembered all that. And,
0: um, this has been Carta here with Alice. Bye, Ash, bye, and Casey. Bye. See you next round, nerds. Bye. Bye.
4: bye.